You know, it's not just what happens to you in life, but it's how you see it. So, you know, the buzzword of 2020 was always, you know, 2020 vision. Today, we're going to do 2020 perception. Welcome to Kingdom Speak, Pastor Daniel McKillop. So there's that book, What the Dog Saw. Do you ever read that? I never did get through it. I started it and I just couldn't. Uh, I was barking up the wrong tree. I couldn't wrap my mind around what a dog was thinking. But, <laughs> you know, it's the whole idea. I'm, I'm just, I, I didn't finish it, but I think what they were talking about, wasn't it Malcolm Gladwell? Yeah. Malcolm's a good listener of the podcast. He yeah. texts me all the time. Yeah, we talk yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people text me and we talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Including other people. Really? Now, is this the reality or is this your perception of... Well, it's how I see it. It's how you see it. Okay. okay. So let me tell you how I see our statistics for the month of October. Let's do it. Let's do it. Show me. Show me. It's very interesting to me that while I'm logging in, you're supposed to filibuster here and talk and fill Fill a buster. Yeah. And fill in time. I'm going to get a drink. Keep talking. Yeah, drink on <laughs> So the month of October was very interesting for us. First, I have to talk to the state of California. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I've never been to be California. Maybe maybe some of our subscribers should listen. You know, <clears throat> if I could get to California, I'd like to go right now. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. What wow. do you think about that? So by wow. far... Could this be why California's on fire? It's all of their transistor radios mm. combusting, Man. listening to Kingdom Speak. Come on. So just read the top five states. Go ahead and do that. Just a second. I'm, I already clicked out. Oh, okay. Maybe you should filibuster now. While you're getting stats, let me play a review. Let's do that. Let's multitask, right. okay? All right. So there's this cool thing yep. that we want you to try. So if you're listening and... You don't want to go through the pain. I know it's tough to grab your phone and type in a comment. It's tough. So what about this? What if you send us a voice note? So most of you have Pastor McKillop as a contact. If you don't, you can find him. Hey, you, they can send voice notes through IG also. Oh, well, go figure. Yeah, direct message us a voice note. My, my, my. We can put you on, Pin a tail man. on me and call me a donkey. So I've called you donkey without the tail before, <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> Yeah. Here we go. Listen to this. Hey, my friend, just checking in. I had a all night trip last night. I had to travel about three hours to an airport, pick some my family up from South Brazil, and then a three hour trip back and listen to the episodes of Brother Adams. And then also, man, I really love the Dusty Kingdom. <laughs> That was cool, a trip, man. I really enjoyed it. I've really been enjoying it. Congratulations on this uh, podcast. Oh, it just stopped. Sorry. Oh, come on. Bro, I botched it. And then also, man, I really love the Dusty Kingdom. <laughs> that was a trip, man. I really enjoyed it. I've really been enjoying it. Congratulations on this uh, podcast that you felt to do and this truly a ministry it's uplifting to 
me especially, I know other missionaries can testify to it as well, being so far from, you know, despite the pan pandemic, but being so far and unable to attend, you know, mm. conferences and special meetings. Uh, it's good just to be a part of these podcasts to listen, etc. So God bless you, my friend. Love you all. And that was, wow. for those who don't know him, tell that me. was Brother Ryan Thompson, missionary to Brazil. Yeah, really cool. That was It that has was more neat. personality, right? Sure does. So, man, if you want your voice on Kingdom Speak, then just go ahead and send us a voice note. That's awesome. Thank you, Brother Thompson. We love you. Admire what all missionaries are doing. Mm -hmm. We are mm -hmm. missionary fans. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm back in to the numbers. Top five states. Yeah, let's hear it. Month of October. California is number one. 710. Wow, that's crazy. New York is number two. Maine is number three. Texas is number four. And Indiana, number five. So there you have it. California. There you have Who would have like, thought that people in California? <laughs> Maybe it's Governor Newsom that's listening to us or something, you suppose? Yeah. I mean, every, everyone's so locked down out there that they can't, they can't get out. So we do have some, some things to, to a point to raise here. Oh, no. New Hampshire, where are you? Connecticut. We never heard from you in October, did we? We didn't hear from you. Montana, you never heard from us. And Utah, man, we're down to only four states that are not listening. Uh, not true. Alaska and Hawaii. Oh, yeah. So both the snow and the sun is messing things up there. Besides that, we got it covered. So you, somebody's got to help us out with this. Pastor Bracamonte did not listen. He's in Montana, right? Uh, I'm officially calling you up. Come on. Mm. You know. But we could maybe the algorithm is to blame, and he is listening, and it's just well, or it could be YouTube. Maybe there he's on YouTube. These numbers don't reflect YouTube. We'll this forgive is, him for that. This is just yeah. yeah, yeah. And I saw on his social media there was like yeah, like a foot of snow. <laughs> yeah, so he wasn't listening to Dusty Kingdoms, was he? <laughs> we need to do an episode just about snow for all the people. Yeah, we got our first taste of it. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Just because it's here doesn't mean we enjoy it. So right. anyways, if you want to uh, send us a voice note, that's really cool. We love to hear from you guys. And there's a lot of you who we don't even know. So send us a voice note. And, uh, you know, remember when we did the Goat Bible giveaway and it went to the Philippines and like, we have no idea where this cool. is. So wherever right. you're listening to us, it's really neat to hear. We you. appreciate the support. Yeah. Okay. So all of that stuff to say, uh, Kingdom Speak is happening. Um so we need to start talking about something or else people will shut the podcast off, basically. Really? Okay. Go ahead. This is your this is your turn. Yeah. So today I really feel to talk to you about perception. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I perceive that something's <laughs> up already. <laughs> Isn't it true though that I wonder how many people have looked over their shoulder at the um Maybe the message that they preached on New Year's Eve or the commitments that they made or the plans that they made, the bucket list. Mm -hmm. For 2020. And have had to revamp it and went, eh, 
I guess travel wasn't on my list. Producer Randy and I were just talking about this. And we have a mic coming for him, by the way. Do so, we really? Yeah, so get ready. Are we going to plug it in? Well, I have the controls. <laughs> it's a dummy mic? Oh. So, he's, uh, <sighs> did we just... Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like it's a dummy mic. Producer Randy's talking. Yeah. <laughs> Great point. Great point. Thank you. So we were talking that we had actually planned to go away in 2020. Like, yeah. we, like we had yeah. the whole, like, you know, we have the shared notes still like, on our phones. We were going to go to Europe for a little, a little spin. I don't think we told you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's just the love I get. And then we're, we were legit just talking about it this morning. And it's like, well, that was, that was quite a trip we just did, wasn't it? You know, it's like, we have no idea. Like what we saw that was going to happen in 2020 and what actually... And what has happened. Did anybody call you up <clears throat> near the end of the year and say, you know, it's going to be a rough year, Pastor McKellop. You're not going to get to travel. Did anybody tell you that? I have. I've often wondered where the prophets were. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I, I certainly would have appreciated a bit of a heads up on this one. They've all changed their bios. Yeah. 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 And just for the record's sake, I do believe in prophets. Speaking of prophets, so I feel like God's wanting to give you an opportunity at the offset mm. of today because we're recording this October 28th, pre-November 3rd. Oh Here's a chance to get your ministry on track. Who's going to win the election uh, for the president of the United States? I predict the 2020 president will be chosen by voters. That was pathetic. And it will be an elder who is voted in. We do have that. Yeah. And both You don't you don't think Kanye's gonna get it? <laughs> and the 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 winner will be someone who I can't stand to listen to for very long. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're hedging your bets and playing it safe, man. Perception. Is reality. It is. It is. It's not just what you see, but how you see it. Because sometimes you go through really bad stuff, or you see someone going through something. Yeah. This year qualifies. So listen to this. Uh, a paramedic uh, colleague of mine, um, out West, told me this story. I've never forgotten it. And he has a presentation that he talks about dealing with palliative care people and... Um, he specifically has dealt with pediatric palliative care patients, which is just a Ouch. nasty thing. It's terrible. Wow. Anyways, he tells a story about how he was transferring a patient, a young patient, um, less than 10 years old. And this patient is end of life. Everybody, in, everybody knows they'll be dead within a few days. And he said he was struggling to talk to this individual and, and the next of kin who's Naturally. in... You don't know what to say to these people, right? Um, and so he says he was really quiet on the ride. And they get almost to the hospital. And the little guy looks at him and says, you know what? It's going to be okay. You're, you know, you're, you're going to be all right. <laughs> and he says, says to him. Says to him. Yeah. yeah. You know, just because evidently this young fellow was seeing what he was going through totally different, you know, so right. kind of a heavy right. sort of thing, but you know, you, you know, you see people right. go through sickness 
And they don't always view it how you think they're going to view it. And then you see people who really are not going through anything difficult and they think <laughs> that it is. Pastor, can I talk to you? <laughs> so you have both extremes, right? Yeah. And both need to manage it. Yeah. So the objective is not um, out of this discussion to, to present that the ideal that everyone should strive for is this faux reality. Yeah, because we all know those people too. How you doing? Oh, I'm so good. Yeah, fantastic. Really? Yeah. 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 So I think we all, I think we all mm -hmm. probably could be the world's spokesperson right now. Mm -hmm. Feel a bit of the tension of 2020. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting up to the lid of where. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's areas that are being slammed again, mm -hmm. numbers going up. I'm not here to quantify any of this as fact, fiction, or conspiracy. I'm just stating people's lives are being dictated to by, you know. It's out of your control. Yeah. Right. Right. I right. mean, nobody's calling me up and saying, hey, when are we going to open the border? <laughs> They're not. They're not. I wish they called me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd call me. So this is happening, okay? Let, yeah. Let's not get into the science of it or the lack thereof in what, whatever, whatever your view is on that. Let's talk about this thing is happening. Mm -hmm. COVID is happening. How do you perceive it? Yep. I believe if we were talking to the generation that, that was, you know, bowling off of the edge of those those uh on on d-day on the yeah, edge those of those transports yeah, yeah what are they called what was the name of those i don't I boats think of right now i know what you mean anyway yeah um if they were comparing 2020 to 19 what was it 18 that's one that's uh, one it was uh 19 way to put me on the spot i think it's yeah. uh, 1948 Rick, I think. this is not a history it's show in the 40s or the so, somewhere there I guarantee you that that this is probably it's 1944. It's June 6, 1944. That's okay. Yeah. So they're looking at this going, and you think this is a bad day. Yeah. Oh, poor you have to stay home for a while. Right. <laughs> right. So I think I think perceptions come a lot from what you've been through, what you've been exposed to. Mm. Uh, concentration camps. Are mm -hmm. quite a bit more severe mm -hmm. than me have to stay me having to stay home mm -hmm. in the comfort of my own home. So 2020 has been a, a a a bit of a a bit of a cross mm -hmm. for everybody. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you that that a number of us would perceive it differently based on what we've been through. Yeah, exactly. Right. Same event different perceptions. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that, that we see this in scripture as well. Mm -hmm. When we, when we read different stories, you can see how people view the same thing mm -hmm. differently. And I think it is critical that as the church, so we've, we've, we've established the fact that 2020 has affected everybody, but it's affected the church, man. Oh, bro, yeah. I'm not here. To, yeah. I'm not worried about the sports arenas and the bars and the restaurants. Right now, let's talk church. Mm. It has affected the church mm -hmm. dramatically. Yeah. Dramatically. 
okay? And, and the fear that I have, the concern that I have, I, let, let's deal with fear. Mm. The concern that I have is that fear is getting a hold of the church mm. the same way that it's getting a hold of the world. Mm. So we have the same event, but the church should not be perceiving it the same way that the world is perceiving it. Yeah, that's very well said. Is that, yeah. you understand? understand. So mm-hmm. uh, many of us are glued. I, I can speak for us in New Brunswick. I'm not sure how it plays out in your province, your state, your country, but we get daily updates. Yep. Between two and three o'clock, we're going to find out how many more new cases we've got. Who's being rolled back into what phase of whatever? Yep. Everybody's offering their opinion about it. Mainstream media is pushing the narrative. Conspiracy theorists are pushing their narrative. This is a great time for them. Oh, man. <laughs> Tinfoil hats are Woo! like, they're selling like you wouldn't believe. Yep. And somewhere in the middle, the church has got to find out what's going on behind this. What's the broader perspective of this? Who's in control of this? Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to feel about this? Yeah. Right? And there's a lot of perception-altering waves that come at you. you find, exactly. You find that. And there's lots of voices out there. Yeah. Was, so many voices, so many platforms. I was just going to say, like, whatever, whatever, your, whatever your bend is on it, you can find a plethora of voices to back you up. And right. Internet documents and right, right, right. No matter you're what, you're just one no hashtag what. search away from finding oh. someone that agrees with you. And you're saying that the church should really check your perception, basically. Oh, we check have your to. perception, right? We have to. I'm not a gloom and doomer by no means, and I hope that that comes through over these next few moments. But somewhere in the middle of all of this, we have to understand, I don't think it's going to get better. Right, right. So, and we've talked about this a lot, but what you're saying, and you're going to keep talking, but there's, so let's get rid of the pandemic, you know, let's jump ahead. Right. Get ready for the next thing. Right. As much as I am sick of everybody saying this is the new norm. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be the new norm that I have to wear a mask every day. And then I have Mm. to, that being said, I don't think we're ever going back to whatever this pre pandemic world. Well, we had a lull. And if you think even back in history, even to the late 1900s, it, other things besides pandemics really shake up the world. Like what about world wars? Yeah. Do you not think that we could have another one? Yeah. Right. (laughs) And right. that's going to mess everything up. Right. You know. Absolutely. So we have no, just like we didn't know what 2020 was happening, like 2021, 2022. So you got to get ready to manage your perception. That's, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So I, I don't think the church needs to be hanging on to a single thread of hope that it's going to get back to normal. And then that's what it's going to be. We got to hang our hat on Jesus here. Yeah, exactly. That's the one thing that's not going to change. We got to hang our hat on the fact that the church is going to survive. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is in control. He holds the hearts of kings in his hands. Mm-hmm. And we're going to come through this. Mm. We're going to come through this. That's a message you don't hear a lot, is it? Right. Right. 
and it, it really does. It it it. Um, this is going to seem like I'm I'm just, guilty of what I'm condemning just them of, but I worry about the amount of fear that's getting a hold of the church. Mm-hmm. My fear is not of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's real. I know of people that have died from it, that are sick from it. Yep. But it's the fear of it that bothers me more than the results of it. That's right. And so there are people that are too scared to come to church. Yep. But and, and I'm not being ugly, but they go to Walmart and they and they go about their day-to-day business. Yep. But yet they fall into the narrative of church is a super spreader event, it's this, it's that. And they are they have got the goggles, if you will, the the perception of how the world is viewing what is going on. And that's what, that's how they're reading their Bible. That's how they're running their day. That's, that's, that's what's driving the actions of their day to day life. And so I want, I want to highlight an example. Let's go of this Psalms 106. And this is, this is referring to um, a very common, very common story Psalms 106 and verse 6, why don't you read it? It says, We have sinned with our fathers, we have committed iniquity, we have done wickedly, our fathers understood not thy wonders in Egypt. Ah. They remembered not the multitude of thy mercies, but provoked him at the red, at the sea, even at the Red Sea. So just 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 a minute here. Our fathers understood not. Understood not what? Thy wonders. The plagues. No, thy wonders. No, like the the, the frog. <laughs> you're talking the frogs, mm. and and the lice, right? That, the 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 waters now blood. That's what you're talking about. That's a plague, right? Well, apparently it's a wonder. Ah, and the people that have the wrong perception about what is happening struggle with, according to verse six, mm-hmm. sinning. Committing iniquity, yeah, doing, doing wickedly. If the church does not have the right perspective mm-hmm. of what is going on in the world around it, or even what is going on in your individual life, mm-hmm. there is a bleed over that begins to affect every other area of oh, your life. Oh, man. Wow. Well, if it's just a plague, then I don't have to be as obedient. I don't have to be as righteous because mm-hmm. what's, you know, God's just whooping up on all of us. Yep. Or that's right? just for the Egyptians. Yeah. So when you, st- I, I challenge you to do this. We don't have the time to break all of this down on the podcast, but, but I challenge you do this, begin reading through scripture mm-hmm. and watch repeatedly how the prophets refer. All right to what God did in Egypt. They are repeatedly referring to mm-hmm. the plagues. Mm-hmm. Right, listen, how many times do you have people get up and say, I'm going to preach a sermon about the 10 wonders in Egypt. <laughs> you don't really hear that term, no. You don't, because there's something about our human condition Yeah, that we, we follow the narrative of how Egypt labeled what they were going through. Oh. Egypt labeled it as a plague. 
Pharaoh for sure. Yeah, he's Pharaoh like, labeled it as a plague. Yeah. All of fa- all of Pharaoh's uh, advisory panel and 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 the inner circle cronies, they labeled this stuff as plagues, right? Mm. But the problem is, is God didn't view it as a plague. Nehemiah, when he talks about it, doesn't view it as a plague. Samuel doesn't talk about it as a plague. David doesn't. Asaph, Gideon, Job, Jeremiah, go through it. These guys all, when they're writing about the event. Hmm. Now, if God tarries another 60 years, I promise you that those that are in tune with God, the men of God are going to look back at this. The true church is going to look back at this and go, what a wonderful time. Yeah. Not because we're saddest, not because we're sick. No. Not because we're demented, but but because we see the hand of God mm. working in this situation. And do we not already have dynamic stories of stuff uh, that's happened? Bro, like we do. We've seen God work around the world. I'm not saying yeah. that we don't feel the chafe of not yeah. being able to travel. Yeah. That we don't feel the chafe of not being able to fly people in to preach our conference. We felt that a few weeks ago. Yeah. But I don't want to fall prey like David says, the psalmist says here, Mm -hmm. our fathers understood not that it was the wonders of God on display in Egypt. So if you miss what it is, you can also probably miss the point of why you're going through it. You will. Undoubtedly, you will. And that, okay, here's, here's, here's what, what happens to us, and boy, it, it, it can encroach on all of us, mm-hmm. okay? We're all, we all have the potential of being guilty. We're all in the splash zone, so to speak. But Israel didn't just have lash marks on their back from the whip and calloused hands from mixing the slime and work in the pits mm-hmm. and the gathering of the straw. They weren't just hunched over and broken down physically. Mm-hmm. Israel as slaves began to think like slaves. Wow. It began to affect their mental capacity. Egypt is for, for, for the sake of what we're talking about today. Egypt's not just a geographical place. Mm-hmm. Or a kingdom. I understand that we refer to it as the world. It is a type of the world. Mm-hmm. But I also want you to understand today that it can be a type of thinking hmm. that the church needs to be delivered from. And once that process of deliverance is started, it's a pro- it is a process. Mm-hmm. It's not an instantaneous thing. Mm-hmm. There are numerous sources that when you look at the timeline of, of deliverance from Egypt that Israel was brought out, those 10 plagues, if you're an Egyptian, mm-hmm. or if you're an enslaved Israelite, mm. thinking like an Egyptian, those 10 plagues did not happen just over a one-week period. Wow. It's a minimum of at least a year. There's, there's general consensus that, that these wonders of God were put in put on display in front of Pharaoh and the powers of Egypt over a one year period where God repeatedly went back and wore them out. 
Bro, he was he was wearing Egypt out. Livestock were dying. Mm. Crops were destroyed. Oh man. Hail they're, they're, the, 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 the water turned to blood, the frogs, the locusts, everything being destroyed. Egypt was not a place you wanted to be at the end of that year. No, there's just even everything the historical was, accounts. It was, it was decimated. It was brutal. Yep. Decimated. What do you think could have happened? Just if, just if, just maybe, if someone that was still a slave, an Israelite, that every time a wonder of God was put on display, that there was a, something rose up in their spirit that said, oh yeah, that's my God. That's the finger of God at work right there. Mm-hmm. Rather than striking back at Moses and going, I wish you and your God weren't even here right now. Listen, this is Israel. Israelites talking like this. Mm-hmm. Because you're just making it harder on us. It's just, it's it's more difficult for us now that you're here trying to deliver us than it was before you showed up. And this is just a plague. I wonder, I wonder, I, I, I wonder if if they would have grabbed the idea if their fathers, remember he said our fathers did not understand that it was the wonder of God. I wish the whole apostolic church could get a revelation. Do you know what's going on in 2020? It's not something that was hatched up in the far dark recesses of some Chinese wet market. Okay? That may be the source that science traces it back to, but I promise you, God's got his hand in what's going on here. It is the finger of God that is that is involved in what's going on here. And the church needs to recognize this as that opportunity. Mm. Wow. The world may be viewing it as the plague because the Philistines, when they referred to it, they referred to it as a plague. When the Midianites referred to it, mm-hmm. they referred to it as a plague. Very interesting. Oh no, here comes Israel. Their God plagues the Egyptians. Right? Mm-hmm. But whenever Nehemiah, David, Asaph, Jeremiah, Gideon, when they're referring to it, They've got a different set of lenses that they view the same event from. This is the wonder of God. This is the wonder of God. Boy, it changes. The, it should change my response to the question of how you doing? You know, how's everything going? <laughs> Brother. Oof. Instead of, well, do you have 10 minutes for me to unload on you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've got to get. We got to get beyond the fact of, oh, 2020 is terrible. I didn't get to go on my vacation. Yeah. Right? I'm guilty. Yeah, I'm sorry. 2020 may have made the church go a little farther for the straw, mm-hmm. work the slime pits a little extra hard. Yes, that's right. It's caused us, it's crimped us in places. Mm. But man, we've experienced the hand of God through this. Man, we God. have seen the wonders of God in 2020. Almost in ways we haven't seen before. Well, ab- right. absolutely. Right. Because we've never been here before. Yeah. Yeah. It has been the wonders of God or the plagues, depending on how you view it. 
that has been positioning the church. Could could it be? Could it be possibly for an exodus? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I I didn't get to go to Paris this year, or I didn't get to go to Honolulu this year. Yeah. Maybe he's just getting ready for me to go to heaven this year. You, you think, you think that, that, that just could be what he's doing? Hallelujah. Wow. So I wrote down this when you were just talking. And it's, it seems like those mindsets travel real well because they get out in the wilderness and they brought the mindset with them. Oh, they did. Weren't there not enough graves in Egypt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, you, we're not going back there, are we? <laughs> or, you know, the leeks and the garlics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who likes heavenly food? You know, I mean, we're just eating this manna. Who, who likes that? Who's going to chew on a chunk of garlic? Yeah. You know, if you're not careful, the farther that you get away from the, the mess that God delivered you from, mm. You 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 can you can you can really get off track in your thinking. Yeah. Just because God's not meeting every little need exactly how you want it to be, you know, it's it's a whole lot easier to get people out of Egypt than to get Egypt out of people. Ah that's Wow. <laughs> that's the truth. Getting Israel out of Egypt was the act of a night. It took it took a generation to get Egypt out of their thinking. That's so true. That's so true. And so many different the new, aspects. The, yeah, the, the new birth experience. You're, you're born again. Really, it's the act of give or take a moment. Yeah, yeah. But then you spend the rest of your life getting the world and how it views things oh, out man. of your thinking. I just read this week in Timothy where he said, those things which become sound doctrine. Oh, I remembered of those. Yeah, are yeah. Talking about becoming. Yeah. It takes a while and you got to work on it. It does. Absolutely. So I'm hearing you say, I wrote down one more thing for that little riff there. You went on quite a tangent there for a few minutes. Sorry. So I'd rather be in an inconvenient place with a proper mindset. Well said. Than yeah. in the right place with the wrong mindset. Right. Yeah, because could it be you you can you can make the right place. <laughs> you'll detest it and you'll uh, move yourself out. I mean. uh, but the good news is if you're in a bad spot today, if you learn to see it the right way. Right. It's the it's the classic Nelson Mandela expression yeah. of you can put me in jail but not in prison. Uh, you, you cannot mm. make me think like a prisoner. So I may be in chains, but I'm not in prison. Very good. Mindsets. How you see things. Okay, we need to take a break. We're going to do our ending right now. Okay. So people aren't listening to our endings. And I don't blame them. We, we go off quite a bit for a few minutes. So I'm going to do a break here. Let's do a praise break. You ready? Let's do a praise break. I'm ready. Here we go. Here we go. This is a round table. I could run around it. Let me do it. This is the praise break. So if you haven't subscribed to Kingdom Speak, this is the time to do it. It is. Reach down, hit that subscribe button, YouTube, 
podcast, wherever you're on, you know, we appreciate you wherever you're listening to us. Yeah. We really want you to subscribe, leave us a review, send us a voice note. They really do help. Reviews really do help. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, that was our praise break. Yeah. Welcome back. Awesome. How we view things, man. How we view things. So same event. Mm-hmm. Same circumstances. Two different people. Three. Half a dozen. Doesn't matter. Job. Hmm. Okay. The object is the same. The individual is the same. Job is sitting there scraping boils. He's just walked away from, from the fresh graves of all of his children. Lost everything. Well, he's got some faithful friends, don't he? <laughs> they just they just come and start offering their perspective. God must be mad at you, boy. You 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 must be doing something wrong. Like a little pro tip right here. Like when things go bad, you really don't need to share your opinion of what's going on, do you? <laughs> you don't. And 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 this is what I don't buy into. Okay, so hopefully you've stayed listening with us for, through all of the prior stuff to this point. I don't believe that God's persecuting the church. You know, some tried some tried early on in this pandemic to make the the coronavirus. Oh, this is it. This is our persecution moment. Uh, no, it's not. He's actually beating up on Egypt pretty good. <laughs> oh, bro. There's some people hurting. I don't know about you, but church is doing good. I, yeah. I can speak for our, well, number one, I can speak for the church because the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But even our local, mm-hmm. our local churches, it's, we're doing great. Yep. Inconvenient? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's not affecting us like it's affecting the world. No. no. So if we're not careful, we can we can ascribe to and mm-hmm. the Monday morning Egyptian quarterbacking is, man, what's God got wrong with you? Mm. Why do you have cancer? Why do you why did you lose your job? Why did your business get shut down? Why God must have something against you, boy. What are you doing wrong? <laughs> Perspectives perspectives that's very real oh how do you view it and i, I mean there, there's a strong chance that somebody that's listening to this today may be going through some of the deepest darkest i mean 2020 for you mm-hmm. and the trials of this year may have nothing to do with coronavirus and if you've got someone that is peering through their self-righteous Egyptian philosophy and trying to get you to think that God is plaguing you. Mm. This season that Job went through with all of its pain, all of its tragedy, all of its, uh, there's, there's folks in our church that have been through some stuff this year. Yes, sir. Got nothing to do with the virus. For me to know, we've not had anybody in our church that's had the virus. They've been through some stuff this year. They're going to look back at 2020 Mm -hmm. with another perspective altogether if you're talking about the trials of 2020. And I've heard them say, what is God doing, Pastor? What, what, what? But I want you to hear me right now. It's the finger of God working. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, before it's done, it'll be a wonder. 
Hmm. It'll be a wonder. Don't view it the same way Pharaoh does and don't view it the same way Job's friends do. But the end of the chapter is going to be after this Job lived. After this Job lived. And he was blessed with more. Live it up, yeah. He lived it up. Yeah, that's right. He did. Don't stop reading that book halfway through. Man, do you remember the bishop preaching about, it says Job arose and worshipped God. Oh. And he says, worshipers always get up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just worship and it'll pull you up. You'll get through it. Well, another, this wasn't what I was planning on saying, but. Job turned the captivity. The captivity of Job was turned when he prayed for his friends. Mm-hmm. So it's about our mindset. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's about our mindset. If, if we can shift how oh, we man. think, I'm not, I'm not asking you to get out on a trampoline and jump up and down and scream and holler. Cause no. you, I got a tumor. No, no, that's dumb. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I do want you to understand God's got his hand involved in all of this and he's not mad at you. And he wanted to make sure that Job had the proper perspective. You know, basically, oh. basically, all right, Job, if you're willing to pray for these cats who just drug, drug right. you behind the bus for the last right. 40 chapters. Right. Right. And that's why God could bless Job, because he had that kind of... He did. You know. Hey, turn to Second Kings. Second Kings chapter 6. Two kings... Right beside two Corinthians. In Listen, you could be talking about an ex-president right now. Don't, don't be dissing them. Who's going to be the president? Someone. This is your opportunity to set up your prophetic ministry, bro. <laughs> Start with verse 13. thirteen. Second Kings six thirteen. Here we go. Here we go. And he said, "Go and spy where he is." that I may send and fetch him. Mm -hmm. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night and compassed. So this is the king of Syria, and he's he's coming after the preacher that hears all the words even spoken in his bedchamber. Okay? That's what this is the setup. Yep. And when the I will tell you this. That's that's the worth of one man that can hear from God. A king (laughs) mobilizes his entire army to go get one man that doesn't even have a, a sword. But yet he thinks he's got the technology to he's got a good, his... <laughs> uh, He's got a good set of ears, and I'm coming after him. And when the servant... He also has a good set of eyes. Keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Here we go. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and had gone forth, get out of bed in the morning. Yes. Behold, and host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots, and mm. his servant said unto him, Alas, my master... How shall we do? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, this is not a good morning. Ah. And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Now listen. I love that scripture. That's that's a bomb right there. Not denying that they're out there. Yeah, but he didn't even go look, man. He didn't even go look. The servant is the one that got up and went and looked. Mm -hmm. The servant was the one that said, There's a multitude out there, man, and they're all around us. Peeking out through the blinds. Yeah. And 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 the prophet goes, fear not. I'm just telling you. We don't need to be afraid of this pandemic. Or the next one. No. Or the outcome of this election. No. 
or the riots or, 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 or. The church does not need to be afraid. No. And I'm saying that without knowing the outcome of this election. Fear not. He was not saying that because he went to the front door and went and looked out and said, okay, no, he didn't read. And Elisha prayed and said, Well, Lord, now there's an idea. Stop looking and start praying. Yeah. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. Now, 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 <laughs> now bro's evidently not blind. Right? He was just out there and saw that there was horses and chariots and that they were all the way around, not just them, but the city. Mm-hmm. He clearly can see, but he, he, he can't see what he needs to be seeing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, can you really see? Can you really see what's going on? Now, I'm telling you, I have prayed this way. As, as a church leader, I have prayed, God, Help me see what's really going on. Hmm. Beyond the latest stats, how many people got the case today? How many died? I want to know what's really going on. And this is what he's praying. He said, Lord, help him that he can see. Mm-hmm. And the Lord opened his eyes. Oh, I love these. I love these kind of scripture narratives. He prays, asks God to do something, <laughs> and he just does it. And God opened his eyes. And he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots oh, of Jesus. round about Elisha. There's more for us than what's against us. You need to understand that there is another physician besides the doctor that's telling you it's over. Mm-hmm. You you need to understand. Hey, has anybody heard that song that, that we sung last Sunday? I don't know if they, they, they didn't hear us sing it, but. I don't know who told you. Who is it that was saying that? That you no, would I not make it. Yeah. Um, DM us and we can get you the information. It's a solid song. Powerful song. Okay. That, at that moment, he saw something else. He said, I, I, it's not just the king of Syria with his horses and chariots, but there's, there's, there's more horses and chariots. Hmm. There's more. Okay. Interesting side note. The prophet didn't just pray that God would open the eyes of the servant, but then he prayed that he would blind the eyes of the adversary. And that, uh, yeah, yeah, I want that kind of pull with God. So all of that to tell you, same event, same situation, different perspective. Maybe we just need to ask God to help us zoom out a bit and really see what it is that's going on. God's got this thing, folks. Amen. It's not a plague to us. It may be a plague to the mainstream media and all the talk show hosts, and it may be a plague to the chief medical officers of your province or your state, and it may be a plague to the world leaders. Let me just speak on behalf of the church. It ain't a plague for us. It's a wonder. It's a wonder. This very narrative can be found in the book of Revelations. When you start reading about another, well, can we read it? We got time to read it? Yeah. Revelations chapter 15. 
but I want you to read it in, in, the, in another translation here. We're going to amplify this, turn up the speakers. <laughs> yes, yes. Then I saw another wonder. So another we're, what? We're 15 one. Another wonder. A plague. Well, no, it's a wonder here. Oh, really. okay. Yeah. I saw another wonder. A sign, token, or symbol. In we're heaven. In heaven, okay. Yeah, we're in heaven. Yep. Great and marvelous. Warning of events of ominous significance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There okay, what was the wonder that he saw? Read. There were seven angels. This is the wonder. Bringing seven plagues. This was the wonder. This was the wonder. There was <laughs> seven angels bringing seven plagues. Afflictions. Calamities. Yeah. Which are the last. Yeah. For with them, God's wrath or indignation is completely expressed, reaches its climax, and is ended. Mm. Then I saw what seemed to be a glassy sea blended with fire. Mm. And those who had come off victorious from the beast and from his statue and from the number corresponding to his name were standing beside the glassy sea. And they were moaning and With groaning about the plagues, <laughs> weren't they? They were, they they were, were protested. Just, yeah. oh, they were just, oh, the plagues. With harps of God in their hands. Oh, really? Sounds like they're having some fun. Oh, really? And they sang. Oh, they were singing. <laughs> the song of Moses. The song of who? Moses. Oh, mm. the other guy that done the whole plagues wonder trick. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Ah. The servant of God and the song of the Lamb. Okay, and what were they singing? Saying, mighty and marvelous are your well, works. It's written here, ah. actually. <laughs> ah, ah. Oh, Lord God, the omnipotent. How heinous and terrible are your plagues, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> right? Let me go to Texas Roadhouse, oh Lord, I pray. Right, <laughs> right. They were singing the same way that Moses was singing. How mighty and marvelous are your works. I get a feeling like you're beating me up right now, <sighs> trying to encourage me at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I just want you to know this is a wonderful thing that's going on. This is a wonderful thing. This is, this is a God thing. There are people that are in church right now that wouldn't be in church mm. if it wasn't for COVID-19. That we are in positions and we've experienced things in our congregation that we have never experienced before. Well, you're listening to a podcast that would have never happened. Well, there you go. You know, right? Right. Which is small compared to, you know, getting somebody in church. But, I mean, it's still a pretty big deal, right? It is. I'm just saying we're a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you see it man how do you see it oh lord help me as it all as it all regardless of your eschatological views and regardless of whether you find yourself raptured out before mid during whatever regardless regardless of all of that mm -hmm. you have to come back to this seminal foundational truth mm -hmm. that god is going to do some wonderful things from here to the end Yep. They may be catastrophic to the world. They may be, they they may strike fear in the world because the Bible says that's a sign of the time. Men's hearts failing them for fear. But God forbid that gets a hold of the church, man. Mm. But the church is going to have to be willing, maybe, to go ahead and reach a little farther for the straw, work the pits a little bit more, 
put up with a little bit of the ramifications of the uncomfortableness mm. of God working his wonder on Egypt, not on the church. But listen, when you go back to Goshen and lay your head down at night, it feels different. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's mighty dark over there in Egypt, but come to think of it, it's pretty good over here in Goshen. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I, I think as we're as we're wrapping as we're wrapping this up, um, let, let, let's let's look at one more passage of scripture of another generation removed. Okay. In the book of Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter three, and verse number three. I hope this is making sense today. Well, you're helping me over here. Okay. Three three. So and, this is Joshua, and they the successor the, of Moses. Yep. And they commanded the people, saying, When you see the Ark of the Covenant of yep. the Lord your God, and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then you shall remove from your place and go after it. Okay. So so the indicator and the leader of this is going to be the presence of God, the Ark of God, the men of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and this is the setup for going in. We're going to take the first steps into the promised land. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moses led us out of Egypt. We wandered for 40 years. It took all of that time to get Egypt out of our thinking. Exactly. It took all of that time for us to get the wandering lust for a, a, a leek and a garlic. And and now, now we've got another generation that has arisen, and we're ready to go conquer and possess what God has said that we can do it. So here we go. Yet there shall be a space between you and it about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, yeah. that ye may know the way by which ye must go. Mm. For ye have not passed this way heretofore. Yeah, this is a new road for you. That's right. I can speak for us. This has been a new trip this last year. Yep. And Joshua said unto the people, yeah. Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders oh, there it is again. among you. Ah. Ah. Wonders. I wonder how the mayor of Jericho felt about what God did that next day. <laughs> or seven days later. How, how do you feel the people, the, the residents of Jericho felt? But you know how God described what he was fixing to do? Mm-hmm. A wonder. God is going to do some wonders from here to the end. I, I don't think we're that far from the end. But regardless of how far you think we are from the end, from here till then, we are going to still possess promise. It took it took wonders and God working wonders to get the people out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And it takes God working wonders to get us into the promised land. Wonders get us out and wonders get us in. Egypt thinks it was plagues. Jericho thinks it's it's affliction, it's mm. terror. But the people of God with a proper mindset understand God is doing some amazing, wonderful, powerful things. And it's pulling us out, and it's going to take us in. We're going to be all right.